0: Hello and welcome to Women on the Line, one of Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs Program. Produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast on the Community Radio Network. I'm Amy McMurtry. This show was produced on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay respect to elders both past and present of these lands as well as those you are hearing us from today.
1: We are in a state of emergency, so it's not really a choice anymore. And school is secondary in, in that we need to act now. Like, school, school and education, this is education. And, you know, my chemistry test can wait. Like, the climate can't.
0: On today's Women on the Line, we'll hear from student strikers based in Melbourne, fighting for climate justice as part of the Youth Environment Committee based in Victoria and part of the School Strike for Climate Australia network. This climate change movement of young students, started in Castlemaine, Victoria, inspired by young activist Greta Thunberg, calls adults and those in power to account, what have you been doing about the climate emergency before us? Disillusioned by the state of affairs, these young people are taking charge and asking for solidarity from adults around them. Student strikes on November 30 last year saw some 50,000 people around Australia strike from school, with their parents and teachers marching in solidarity. These students are here to remind us of the IPCC's heed. We have just 12 years to massively reduce carbon emissions. Following this time, there is no turning back. As they advise us, this is their future. We'll hear from Emma, Stella and Freya student strikers in Melbourne involved in the organising of student strikes. We'll hear from Emma, Stella and Freya, student strikers in Melbourne involved in the organising of student strikes. They are currently organising for a mass global strike on March 15 and asking all supporters to show up. We'll start by hearing from Emma about who the student strikers are and what their demands are.
2: The School Strike for Climate is a student-led grassroots movement um, it originated in Australia in Castle, Maine. A bunch of kids in Castle, Maine started striking because they were particularly inspired by a girl called Greta Thunberg. Um, they started striking out of their local MP offices and they wanted to kind of make it bigger. So they told some people in Melbourne and major cities about it and it just totally blew up. Well, it's really about empowering youth and young people, you know. We're not able to vote, you know, we have limited ways in which we can have our say so the the strike really encompasses how students can actively participate in a debate that is so important to them the school strike for climate has essentially two main asks and they are 100 renewable energy by 2030 and no new no new fossil fuel projects um, and also in the no new fossil fuel projects that encompasses the closure of the adani coal mine Um, We can see that obviously um, some people think that 100% renewable by 2030 is rather ambitious Um, but we can see that it's in actual fact not. We also know that basically if we don't become 100% renewable by 2030, we'll miss that kind of marker date that the IPCC set and we won't be able to kind of fix whatever we've done. Um, Yeah, no new fossil fuel projects as well, Uh, the closure of the Adani coal mine. Um, We can also see from an economic point of view that really renewable energy is becoming the Better option economically as well. So we also push for that and also push for just transitions for workers in obviously coal powered jobs.
0: I met with Freya and Stella following the Climate Change Forum in Northcote leading up to the Global Student Strike action on March 30 to talk about why young people are taking this action, how more people can support it and the inherent hope within this movement.
3: Hi I'm Stella, I'm 16, I'm a school student at present. Um, I've been really interested in environmental activism, Um, I've grown up with my family being really interested in um, ecology, sustainability and generally um, making a difference towards a better environment. Um, I got on board with the school strike movement because I was really tired and frustrated of the political inaction surrounding climate change, so I feel like this is a really powerful way for youth who don't necessarily have um, the ability to vote or get out our opinions on a public level in that way um, for our opinions to be voiced and to be heard on what really matters to us.
1: Uh, my name's Freya, I'm also 16 and I'm also a school student. I've been very interested in climate and the current climate crisis and um, in general the environment for a while now. Um, it was heavily important at my primary school and in my family, it still is. But I feel like uh, before the school strike movement, I'd go to the rallies and I'd you know read the articles and... I'd, I'd go to some meetings but it was very adult run and I kind of felt a little bit powerless and a little bit um, kind of defeated because I I couldn't do anything. I can't vote. I, uh, I don't actually... Like, it doesn't really make an impact whether I turn up. And then I feel like since the school strike movement, it was like, this is my movement and this is, like, where my voice is the most important because this is this is the voice of the students and that's the whole power of the movement, which is like, it's really exciting and I've been getting a lot more involved just since um, early this year and since the last strike and I'm very excited about that and it's a lot more hopeful.
0: Amazing. I'm really glad that you talked about hope actually because, in you know, in a landscape that is quite depressing and there's a lot of, you know... I guess when people think about climate change they often get overwhelmed mm-hmm. and they're just like, mm don't want to think about it, put it over here. I guess what would you put forward to people about, yeah, what hope is there? You said you feel excited, like what makes you feel excited about the movement? I think it's like, yeah,
1: we are in a state of climate emergency. Yes, there are a lot of things going on with our earth but every single day, you know, there are also beautiful things and to some extent you know, you, you have to focus on the negativity. You've got to look at, you know, the Murray-Darling Basin and you've got to look at the um, all the greenhouse gases. But you've got to also appreciate the small wins and especially when, you know, we've got a lot up against us. You've got to pick the battles that you can win and then really relish the wins. And I feel like right now the school strike movement is we are in a battle that we can win and this is a movement that is every single day, like, gaining momentum. So I think there's there's nothing negative about that. That is all positive to me and that's why I'm hopeful, I guess.
3: Um, and for me, I guess, breaking the bigger problem of climate change down into really manageable pieces and issues has been really pivotal for me in finding hope in every day... Um, I think someone was mentioning um, that school strike seems fairly irrelevant to them and I was like quite upset by that because I believe it's a great chance for us to come together um, not only to like voice what we want for the future but to celebrate what we have achieved so far because it's massive like we've got this issue talked about And now is the point where action is starting to happen. And with the recent, like, the climate policies that are being put forward for the federal election, I think it's really exciting. And having that space to come together and celebrate is really, really powerful and helps spread that hope far and wide.
0: For students who maybe don't have as much kind of knowledge or education about this issue, or parents that, you know, haven't been so supportive, or maybe there's a lot of fear about striking, what would you say to them? Um, I think don't be scared because the, the emphasis is not on
1: the skipping of school. Like that's not, that is not the point of our movement at all. Like it's 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 a tool that we're using to get the voice heard. And I think if you get bogged down worrying about, you know, the, the skipping of school and get scared of that and let that drive you away from the movement, then you're getting um, the meaning of it kind of lost, and the point of the movement is is about the state of climate crisis we're in, and it's about young people having their voice heard. And I think for my my response to students would be, there are always lots of different ways to get involved. If, if you're really scared of like not going to school, then that's all right. Like educate yourself. Have conversations with people who aren't educated. Have conversations with people who are educated and learn from them and listen to listen to the people who care. And then, you know, that that's always what inspires and sparks passion in me, like hearing from people who really do care. And for parents, I think, listen to the people who care. Listen to the students. Like, we really care about this. And Greta has said it so well so many times I'm not even going to try and um say say it like she does but like we're in a state of emergency so it's not really a choice anymore and school is secondary in in that we need to act now like school school and education this is education and you know my chemistry test can wait like the climate can't and
3: adding to that I think it's really important to put The whole climate emergency in context of sort of our daily lives and what it spells out for our future which is yes education is very important and as school strike we really do believe this but also it's like education is not going to go anywhere or be put to good use if we don't have a future Mm -hmm. so i think it's really important to remember that when considering your choices and Obviously yes, it's not an option for everyone and we recognize that, but by getting involved with the movement um, and spreading awareness throughout your community even, as Freya said, get yourself educated and share this education with your friends and family and people who might be a bit more resistant to the idea so that they really understand that this is our future.
4: My name is Greta Thunberg, I am 15 years old and I'm from Sweden. I speak on behalf of climate justice now. Many people say that Sweden is just a small country and it doesn't matter what we do. But I've learned that you are never too small to make a difference. And if a few children can get headlines all over the world just by not going to school, then imagine what we could all do together if we really wanted to. But to do that, we have to speak clearly no matter how uncomfortable that may be you only speak of green eternal economic growth because you are too scared of being unpopular you only talk about moving forward with the same bad ideas that got us into this mess even when the only sensible thing to do is pull the emergency brake. you are not mature enough to tell it like it is even that burden you leave to us children but i don't care about being popular i care about climate justice and a living planet our civilization is being sacrificed for the opportunity of a very small number of people to continue making enormous amounts of money our biosphere is being sacrificed so that rich people in countries like mine can live in luxury it is the sufferings of the many which pay for the luxuries of the few the year 2078 I will celebrate my seventy-fifth birthday if I have children maybe they will spend that day with me maybe they will ask me about you maybe they will ask why you didn't do anything while there still was time to act you say you love your children above all else and yet you're stealing their future in front of their very eyes until you start focusing on what needs to be done rather than what is politically possible there is no hope we cannot solve a crisis without treating it as a crisis. We need to keep the fossil fuels in the ground, and we need to focus on equity. And if solutions within this system are so impossible to find, then maybe we should change the system itself. We have not come here to beg world leaders to care you have ignored us in the past and you will ignore us again you have run out of excuses and we are running out of time we have come here to let you know that change is coming whether you like it or not the real power belongs to the people
0: On community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line. You've been hearing from student strikers Emma, Stella, and Freya about the imperative of supporting the student movement. You've just heard from Greta Thunberg at the UN Climate Change COP24 conference. The school strike has um, got a lot, as well as like really positive press, a lot of negative press as well. I'm curious to, to know. what what message would you like to put across to those people who just want to be negative about the school strike? But also, why do you think they want to bring down, you know, young people's voices and the integrity of this movement? To people who are producing negative press for us,
3: I actually have a strange message, which is thank you. Um, It actually gets way more attention than passive press does. Um, And I believe that... Ultimately, it would be great if politicians or people who are putting out this um, negative ideals surrounding school strike, it would be great if they could be putting out positive and supportive messages, but um, being outwardly negative will spark more controversy and debate within the community, and I've definitely seen the outrage from people um, towards politicians particularly, and I think that's a really powerful motivating factor for a lot of people. Um, So yes, it is... I mean, obviously, it's not ideal, but it does help our cause um, quite a bit.
1: And also, at the end of the day, like, we're the future, so (laughs) we're, we're the ones going to be around for this. And if you're going to be negative about it and you're going to give bad press and give us a bad name, you're the ones going to look like fools if, you know, if nothing is done and we don't have a future... Or you're also still going to look like fools if eventually you realise this is an emergency and you do do something and do what we've been saying the entire time. So, mm.
3: And adding to that, I also think that climate denial comes pr- primarily out of a place of fear. Um, not knowing what climate crisis actually entails for the future. And for a lot of the older generation, not caring um, and not needing to worry about that because it doesn't, it won't ultimately affect these people. So I think by coming forward as the youth and saying that, like, we really care, it's, it's the most important thing because it is our future at play.
0: To anyone who's listening who is a bit wary, maybe parents are like, I don't know about this. Mm, do I... Should, should my kids be going on this? What would you say to them? I'd say to you, don't be
1: scared, listeners. Don't be scared of the school strike movement. We are... Such a positive and and hopeful and happy group of young people. Please come and join us. Please encourage your children to come and join us. We don't bite, and our movement is is for something that is relevant to all of you. You know, climate change and the current climate ch- crisis applies to everyone, it applies to you if you're a parent and it applies to your children. And um, yeah, just just listen to us and come and talk to us because we want to have the discussions and we don't want to be a scary movement. We want to be the most accessible movement ever,
3: yeah. Um, It's a place of overwhelming hope and solidarity and I feel like coming together in this way just provide so much power not only for our cause but for each individual to go off and feel inspired and take this to their community, take it to their local MPs, uh, voice it to everyone who cares and try to convince everyone who doesn't to get on board because this is the most important issue of our generation and we need everybody's voices and support.
0: Before we end today's show, I'll have Emma give us some messages about the student strike on March 15.
2: This strike is a little bit different to the last one in terms of we are inviting our supporters a little bit more. Um, so, you know, like different unions um, will come with different congregations and uni students and supporters and different groups Uh But students are still very much at the forefront of the movement. Um, And if it's easier, what we've been doing is encouraging primary schools, particularly very cooperative ones, (laughs) um, to actually schedule in excursions. So what the excursion thing does... Yeah, it's a really good idea. What the excursion thing does is it it rules out the liability a little bit because you've got, you know, people watching the children and everything like that. They can come with their friends in a cohort and it also ties into, you know, civics education or something. The Australian Education Union has just given us national support for the strike, which has made it much easier for schools to endorse the strike, obviously, because they're not worried about their membership as much. So, yeah, push it in your schools. There are so many different ways to get involved, even if it's about spreading the word in your community, putting up posters, talking to your kids, your friends, your friends' kids. It's just word of mouth, and that's what we really rely on.
0: You are listening to Emma, Stella and Freya in Melbourne about the climate change movement being driven by students. They ask all adults and students to please come along on March 15 for the global student strike actions around Australia. You can head to the School Strike for Climate website to get more details about where the actions are occurring in your nearest cities and towns. Women on the Line is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally by the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to womenontheline@gmail.com. at gmail.com You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website, 3cr.org.au. Go to the Women on the Line page and follow the links to this week's show. We'll go out today with Tracy Chapman's song, Rape of the World. The theme song for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by La Tigra. I've been your host, Amy McMurtry. Thanks for tuning into the show.
5: Of our birth How can we stand aside And watch the rape of the world No. Problem.